for coaches, by coaches, this is Soccer Chat with Nick Rizzo and Sean Sauterly. Brought to you by social media for high school athletes. What's up, everybody? This is Soccer Chat, your weekly coaches, soccer coaching podcast. Brought to you every single week for free by the good folks at Social Media for the High School Athletes. You can check them out online at socialstudentathletes.com and all over social media at HS Social Media because then you can check out this show for free every single week wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's Apple, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you're getting it from, you can get it because of the good folks. Then this is a listener-supported podcast supported by people just like you. Best way you can help us out is to subscribe, share out the links every single week when the new shows come out and make sure to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And make sure to leave your Twitter handle on there so that way Nick and myself can get in touch with you. And thank you for listening and leave a nice comment. Uh, That always helps us out and it helps with the show as well. He's Nick, I'm Sean, and it's kind of been a boring week in, in our coaching lives. Yeah, there's not much going on. I mean, like, uh, let's see, you worked a basketball game tonight. Yeah, that was uh, not related to work or soccer or even that. But we did, men's team won, women's team lost. But, yeah, no, it's, it's that's a, for anyone who works in Division three athletics. I don't think they have to do this at D2 or D1, but all of us in our third, fourth, and fifth duties today, this was, like, my fifth duty because one of the people that normally works it got sick. So I spent seven hours doing basketball today. Hey, being a team player. I am a team player, you know, because like those things always come around to help you out because there will be something I need down the road. And not that I didn't do it out of the goodness of my heart, but I'm a big I'm a big believer of karma always. Mm -hmm. And um, I I do believe that good acts come around to to work out for you in the end, which is kind of like a lead for your tweet that you had earlier in the week. What, What was that one? Uh, about the treating the people nicely, like oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the support staffs, the custodians, the uh, the lunch ladies, uh, you know, the directors, and like all that different stuff. Yeah, well, and because I mean, again, that stuff goes a long way. Like, I love—I don't know about you—when you walk around the hallway and like s- certain athletes or certain people in general. It doesn't have to be athletes or the ones that be like, "Hey, how's it going? Like, how's your day going?" Like, I sincerely love those teams. Like. I, our baseball team at Monmouth is phenomenal at it. And I think it's because mm-hmm. Coach Paterni, who's our coach here, has done a really good job of getting good character guys. And it, it just, it goes a long way. Like they, they have a lot of, like people like them on campus, you know, people go to their games and it's, and I, and a lot of it's because again, they're just, they they seem like a fun group to be around. They're really respectful. It's also my biggest pet peeve in the world. Like I, like I won't call out any teams, but I've worked games recently where, the team after they leave the bench will have like all the cups left there and all the water bottles and all the towels, like all this like laid out, like for the custodians to have to come clean up later. It's like, no, no, like you can throw your own paper cup out. The garbage like 15 feet away from you. Yeah. That stuff, that stuff really gets me. Like, and we make like a really big point to our girls to every time we're at a place, like there's whoever cleans up our bench should have to do literally nothing. It's not their job to do that. We come here. If we make a mess, we're cleaning it up because it really does bug me when simple things like that. It's like, it's not the custodian's job to clean up your plastic cup. Like they they have to deal with the fan section. They have to deal with all this other stuff. Like don't make their job longer or worse. It's 
it's something that gets me fired up. I apologize. I, I just went on a little tangent there, but it, no, I, it, it was, I liked it. We were getting the emotion out of you. Yeah, no, I just, I'm, I, it really is one of my biggest pet peeves when people don't do simple things like that, that could make everyone else's lives easier. Because again, it's not, it should not be the custodian's job to pick up our girls paper cups at the end of the bench because we were too lazy to walk five feet to the garbage to toss it in. I, I, this is where I think like strict Nick is like the coach here. Like, I feel like this is what uh, your players get to see that, that we as soccer chatters don't get to hear about. <laughs> well, the nice thing is like, eventually, like you, like everyone knows who's a coach out here. I don't have to pass that information along after like, like it, my first year was one of those things where we really had to like implement it. But now it's something that I don't even have to deal with. Like our girls tell the next set of girls to do it. And yeah. so it just, it keeps getting passed down to where I don't ever have to tell our girls to clean up the bench or to take our stuff with us or things like that. Like they figure it all out. I'm not one of those coaches that like makes our girls like line up our bags in it particularly. I know the coaches do. I think Colton Bryan was one that mentioned that he does that, but um, I'm definitely not one of those, but I, I'm a big fan of like leaving things the same Better way. Than what you got it. Yep. Exactly. I mean, it's the same way we want all of our programs that like when you have a freshman come in, like their goal should be to leave the program better than they found it. Yeah. Like that should be every class's goal. Every single class that comes in. Mm-hmm. Also in the, uh, the world of Rizzo's um, getting friend requests from your whole family this week. I did. Are you friends with all of them now? Uh, all but bill. Dude, I, think, I, I think because he is scared of my physique. That's 100% what it was. I, 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 I'd take you in a fight. You take me in a fight? Yeah. Well, probably because I'm one to know and I'm not going to, I'm not fighting anymore. Yeah. No, that's, I mean, end undefeated. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I kept it. Um, no, I, it was, uh, I, I, I think I mentioned something the other day uh, in our group text about like, you know, uh, going through the Rizzo family photo albums and I've, I've come to figure out, I've figured out three things about your family. Okay. Yeah. I'm, cool I'm, I'm interested. Um, so when I see literally every picture of your family together, you all are either pl- doing something soccer related. Uh, you either had just ran a marathon or triathlon or some like million mile race. That's fair. Or you're having a beverage. That, <laughs> that, that and is, there are some pictures, there are some pictures where it's like two of those three. <laughs> that is, I would say that's a fairly accurate representation of the only times we take pictures. And in at least 95% of the pictures, your father is topless. He, he, he is, we, so I don't know if I've ever told you this. We, we call him uh, his nickname amongst us. And like all my friends is bright and tight. Because bright and tight, bright and tight. Cause he always wears like, he loves like really bright colors, yeah. like on his like shirts and stuff when he's actually wearing shirts and like, <laughs> they're always really tight. Cause he wants to show off his muscles. So I, uh, he's endearingly known by our entire family and like my close group of friends as bright and tight. Wow. I was going to refer to him as a uh, McConaughey. <laughs> uh, I feel like this is a, uh, you know, a really good scene where uh, I just take my shirt off. <laughs> no, he uh, he would he would probably appreciate that to be honest. Well, I, my new plan is I'm I'm some my new goal and bucket list is to hang out with your family and just take pictures of me and your dad with no shirts on. Dude, you would have a blast with my family. My sister is a character, like nicest person in the world, but like get a few beverages in her, and she like 
She's the one that's like up ordering shots for everyone, like the entire bar on my dad's money. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, they, you would have, you you would figure out very quickly that me and my mom are almost identical, except she's that's what that's what I can gather from the pictures. Yep, we are very similar. Um, she's a little bit more uptight than I am, but she's very similar. My dad and my sister are identical as they do not care about anything. And they they love to have some beverages. So basically what you're trying to tell me is um, it's actually a bad idea if I am to hang out with you and your your sister and your dad at the most part uh, because they sound like my kind of people. Not saying that you are not or your mother is not my kind of people, but unfortunately, like, I feel like the uh, the Allie and Bill are like the team captains. I would just like slide into that team captain role. I would say ironically mom's team captain. Cause she actually dictates everything, but <laughs> Allie, Allie and dad are the town is like, for example, like the, the thing that you did with coach Becky Berlay in uh, at convention where you were presenting and doing all that. Yes. Allie would have been right there with you like the entire way. Yeah. Like she would have probably battled you to like who could present the stuff better. Bring it. She would have, you guys would have fun. You are very much like my sister, to be honest. You know, I've gotten a lot of uh, compliments in my life, but I don't think I've ever gotten anything like that. Allie will appreciate that I'm even talking about her on this show. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll get a, uh, yeah, she said something the other day, but she wanted to do some type of reality show. And I was like, with who, your your brother or the guy who, it's something about like the guy who uh, is on the podcast that you're actually related to. I don't know, something like along those lines. Uh, and she liked it. Uh, and I think that's what caused the Facebook friend request. Um, Nick, are you a fan of Sunday League football over in England? Oh, I mean, I, I don't get to watch enough of it, but I, I am a fan. Why is that, Sean? So I'm totally late to the party on this one. Um, and I have to give a shout out to Ian Wilson, good friend of ours, who got me into this team called Palmer's FC. And they have this awesome YouTube channel. And... I highly suggest going to watch the first ones because uh, they've put up like stuff from like the last, I think it's like the last three seasons, three or four seasons that they've played and definitely go to the original ones to like see how it's grown, but also get like the real stuff before they start getting like a bunch of sponsors. Um, but it is absolutely hilarious. Uh, you see like there's one episode where they, uh, they crashed a wedding the night before the game. <laughs> and just got really drunk out of their minds and then went and played the next morning. Uh, and like the guy who was the drunkest uh, like is like, ah, oh, I just was going to be a sub. And he's like sitting on the sideline, smoking a cigarette, like not going to play. And then they're like, Nick, we need you in. And so he goes in to play the last like five minutes and scores two bangers for them to win. Uh, like I'm, I'm looking at this YouTube channel. It looks phenomenal. Yeah. go. I think it's, I think, uh, uh thug life is like a really good one and i think that is the wedding episode if i'm mis- if i'm not mistaken so these um, are pretty long like they, they range from like anywhere from like 12 to like 35 minutes yeah so like they it's like legit highlights like if you were to watch like match of the day with palmer's fc that's what it is and like the narrator <laughs> uh used to play for the team uh or still does every now and then but they've gotten so big that now they have like a true first team where they're like signing guys and then they've got their no more reserves but you'll develop like as you watch like you'll develop favorite players and my favorite <laughs> player is i have two favorite players nolsey 
uh, old Nolsey, uh, just because he's like the best player on the team uh, when they were just like a fourth division. But I think now, I think he was injured this year, so he didn't get to do much with the first team. And then there's a guy who like comes in and out of the, the team and like goes like to everyone called Wazo. And he's the best dancer on the team. Uh, but like whenever he scores, he has the worst celebrations. Like he just, it looks like he doesn't always do them, but uh, definitely check that out. Palmer's FC. And I think Nick's going to say it for the next three hours and watch. I'm really videos. upset you did this to be honest. Cause I'm looking at it. It's <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> and the best part you can go on, you can buy their jerseys. God dang it. I so, hate it. Well, you know, it, it is what it is. So make sure to go check out, uh, Go check out Palmer's FC. It's absolutely hilarious. I love it. And if you're listening to this and you've watched it, send me like your favorite game. Uh, send me like your favorite moment. Who's your favorite player? Uh, but I really want to like you. Can, like I said, you can buy their like training kits. You can buy hoodies, t-shirts, uh, polos, like their shorts, their track suits. Like it's just it's it's everything that I love about Sunday football in England, and it's like right here in front of me. Uh, or right there in front of you when you're watching it. So th- it's awesome. And, you know, what else is awesome about England is that it's given us so much in the sport of soccer, as we call it in America. They are probably upset that we're calling it soccer and not football. So for the sake of it, England gives us so much when it comes to the, the world of football. And they have given us a blessing right here in the United States with our guest this week. I mean, this guy is beast mode. <laughs> what a pun, what a pun. Uh, so this is another show from Chicago. Obviously, if you followed along, you know who this is. Nick loved this interview. I love this interview. You're going to love it. And it's coming up next. Hell is gone and heaven's here. There's nothing left for you to fear. Shake your ass, come over here. Now scream. I'm a burning effigy of everything I used to be. You're my rock of empathy, my Now we are live. So I had to count down. So um, we had talked in our lead up uh, coming into convention, doing this live uh, from Podcast Row at the United Soccer Coaches Convention. And we kept talking about like maybe there'll be like some unannounced shows or a secret show that just kind of pops up out of nowhere. And I don't know if we could have gotten a bigger uh, opportunity to have an amazing secret unannounced. I forget all of the other adjectives I used for the show than to have the man, the myth, the legend with us, Mr. David Copeland Smith. I think you could have done better, to be honest. Okay, uh, <laughs> phenomenal. Um, we could have done some more uh, graphics and things like that. Yeah. Um, and I want to make sure, because we actually were talking about this before uh, yeah. you got here about, you know, referring to you by your name, because like you said, people are always like the Beast Mode guy, the Beast Mode guy, Beast Mode guy. Yeah, um, um, honestly, 
I'll be honest, I, it used to kind of irritate me because um, I'm called David, uh, but I've grown to love it. Yeah. Right? It's, like, it's, it's funny, right, because we walk around. And, and to me, like, Beast Mode Soccer is it's my business, like, you know, it's obviously my life. But I fail to recognise how many people, like, kind of know about it. And I'm walking around, I hear Beast Mode, Beast Mode. <laughs> it's like a bad nightmare. I'm like, say, yeah. say hello. Stop being weird. Yeah, right. 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 You're like, all right. So I have, I've grown to love it. I have grown to love it. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely a compliment. Unless like Marshawn Lynch is in the room. <laughs> yeah, I'll fight him for it. Yes, I think you know what, like. He, he's pretty hood, but I feel like you could you yeah, could give him a run for his money. Just because I got a British accent doesn't mean I'm not hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like, and I mean Nick kind of got used to that this weekend. I mean, this is his first convention, and uh, we kind of talked before we we got here about the rise of the show. Kind of talking about like, you don't really think much of what you're doing, and then all of a sudden people start coming to you. Like, they say for you though, yeah. like, mode, we were, we both were working camps this summer, and people were coming like, oh, you're the podcast guys forget it apparently we're horrible yeah. coaches because we are only known for our podcast now it's okay um, which I'm like hey let's hide the coaching side of it um, so you know if, there was somebody who came up yesterday and they were like I was in this uh, the session I was taking notes or whatever and I heard somebody talk and I thought to myself that's Nick Rizzo and they said I looked over to the right and it was Nick Rizzo I go why'd you come to tell me about it like go yeah. back over and say yeah. something to yeah. him and um, it was just so like we always downplay because we're always like, oh, we just do this for fun. It's whatever. And, you know, here people coming to you, hey, thank you for your work. Thank you for what yeah. you're doing. You're on a much larger scale than what we are. So I'm sure you get it consistently it's all a, the time. It's a huge compliment, right? And, and we're, we're in a day and age where like, social media can escalate your, your name really quickly. Um, and obviously for business, it's phenomenal. Um, I think someone needs to do a course in how to handle it. Yeah. Right? Because it's, it's it's like that, right? Yeah. You're like, why do you want to even speak to me? Yeah. Like, I'm just Dave. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not as exciting as anybody <laughs> else. I'm like, every night in a convention, I'm in bed at 10, I get up at 7, I work out, I'm very boring. <laughs> like, they, like, they, they look at him, they're like, man, that dude's hanging out with Alex I, Morgan. I know, I know. Long. Like, and they're like, he's got to be the coolest person ever to have those friends. Uh, but, but they'll be the first to tell you how boring I am. <laughs> right? They'll be like, oh, do you want to come over for dinner? I'm like, nah, I've got, I've got dogs to hang out with. You know, like, I'm just going to stay in. Because I'm obsessed with, like, working and getting better. To the extent it's possibly becoming a bit of what is it, agoraphobia when you don't want to leave the house <laughs> I might have a little little bit of a problem with it and like anti-socialness uh, but it's all for a reason um, but I do it's another thing that you grow to love right and, and here I love the convention because I hear all the stories from coaches that first of all they use our stuff and then the improvement stories about their kids and that blows my mind and again because I don't want to come across as being like, oh my God, I'm so humble, because I'm <laughs> clearly not, if yeah. you follow me. Yeah. <laughs> but it is absolutely humbling to to think that we started this, when I say we, if there's any psychiatrists listening or watching, there's two of me. <laughs> there's the beast mode guy and there's me, David. So I always say we. Um, when we started it, I had no idea. Like, I was just training a bunch of players 
one of them taught me how to use iMovie. And we just started filming. And, you know, then with the advent of Instagram and whatever, it's got really big. Um, but, again, like, all I want to do, and this is our, our, our core belief, is we just want to make players good at football and confident. That's it. Yep. One of the reasons we do this show is we like people's journeys. I think that's the number one thing. And I've kind of heard like a little bit of like your story, but from what I've heard already, it's a really cool story. But one, tell us how you kind of got to where you are today. Like you grew up. Obviously, you're not you're you're uh, you're Irish or no? I'm kidding. Wow. No, no, I'm kidding. Yo, (laughs) no. But clearly, you're from. That's a compliment. I like (laughs) Irish people. (laughs) No, but you're clearly from England. Like, where did you grow up? How did you get to United States? So. I got to the US on a plane. That's a good start. Like most people these yeah, days. Not, not in the boat. Three. So, basically, I was, in, I was living in... I brought up in England. Grew up in England. Um, always had football, you know, playing and coaching. Um, and then I came out to New York to do, like, a... Basically, I had a normal... I had a proper job and everything yeah. in England. And I woke up one day and I was like, I don't want a proper job for the rest of my life. I can't. Or at least I at least need two years of bumming around doing nothing. I can't wake up at thirty thinking, "Wow, you've led a sensible life." Yeah, and it was a genuine fear. So I looked into coming over here and coaching at summer camps, and I came out to New York working with Camp America, an amazing camp called Camp Locanda in Glens Bay, in New York upstate. And I had a blast, and then I had to go home. I was like, oh, "I don't want to go home." Um, so I went home I started to look at other things and there was like a nine month contract that I did so I came out a little bit longer in Florida, Tampa and I stayed in Tampa not going to get into how I stayed but I stayed (laughs) Um, and lived there for two years coaching, loved it Um, but I was a bit shocked at the level Um, of the technique of the kids and I had like 8 year olds and 15 year olds great kids but technically they were just trash if they're listening and are watching it's, <laughs> it's the truth it's you were trash <laughs> um, so I started to do like one on one sessions and I would see results a lot quicker in the one on one sessions with the kids that I work with in their team environment and I started to really enjoy it and uh, as every story I ever tell anyone starts, I met a girl. Okay. We can, we can put the music in afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> and she wanted to finish school in California. And in the back of my head, I don't know what it was, I always knew that I'd end up in California. I'd never been, but I yeah. just knew it. So I ended up just being like, yeah, all right, I'll... I'll throw everything I've built for the last two years into the trash and watch it burn. <laughs> no problem. So we drove across to, to Los Angeles and, and I'd made a decision like I really liked the one on one stuff and small groups. And I made a decision that's what I want to do, but obviously I've got bills to pay, so I'm gonna to need to get a club job. And when I got to LA, getting a club job was harder than I thought. Like people wanted me but they didn't want to pay me. They wanted to be like, oh you could do a three month trial. I had my UA for B then, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I can't do that. So I ended up doing it for a few clubs. and uh, But I got a job at a high school the week that I got there. And um, it was awesome. I, I didn't know anything about the school before I got there. It was like a little college. 
it's a place called Harvard Westlake in uh, Studio City and it's like a college campus so I'm literally walking around like wow so I've got the job as a JV coach and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm fortunate that I've never really had like an ego coaching like, I just want to coach so this is where the beast mode story really starts and because uh, I, I first day the head coach wasn't in so I took both of the teams we just did a massive thing together at the end of the uh, session all the seniors like in true American fashion are like freshman put all the equipment away and I've always hated that because I just think it's bullying yeah so I looked at, I looked at one of the seniors I was like no I was like lead by example I was like put the equipment away and she's like no I went do it now and that freshman there she's better than you anyway so why should she put your stuff away so uh, we had this like little falling out and her parents called the school and complained about me because you know I, and I, now I understand it's tradition yeah. bullying but tradition still, yeah. yeah it still sucks right yeah. so this kid hated me and all her mates hated me I would literally walk on campus and it'd be like mean girls they're just like looking at me like I'm scum I quite enjoyed it I thought it was funny <laughs> so you know roll on a few months I catch this one kid watching my sessions because she's on varsity she's watching my sessions all the time I'm like go away you weirdo like is she trying to intimidate me or what because it's working <laughs> so one day she comes up to me and she's like hey can I talk to you I'm like yeah so I need your advice okay she's like I've got a chance to play for the New Zealand under 20 team I'm like I, I could tell by your broad Kiwi accent yes yeah. <laughs> She's like, my dad's a Kiwi. I'm yeah. like, clearly you're not. <laughs> so I ask her a few questions. Like, have you, you know, have you been in touch with the US? Are you on ODP? Because it's before DA yeah. and ECNL. And she's like, no. I was like, it's a no-brainer then, isn't it? Yes, you yeah. play. It's, it's international football. Of course yeah. you play. And she's like, oh, brilliant. Thanks. I was like, all right, go away. Because I can be a little bit of an idiot. Yeah. Quite good at it. And uh, she goes... Oh, another thing. Me and my dad were wondering if you would train me. And I'm like, sorry, what? <laughs> she said it again. I'm like, is this the dad who wanted to get me fired my first day? <laughs> She's like, yeah. I'm like, why? She's like, because I've watched you. And I think you're good. I'm like, all right. So I said, I'll do it on, on like one pretense that you don't ever talk back to me. And you do it everything that I tell you. I was like, you can have feedback. back. Don't be rude. And you do everything I tell you. It turns out the kid was an angel. Like, yeah. I was wrong. Like, <laughs> all right. So, so she goes to the twenties. Like, we worked for like three months, like every day before practice, and then that season ended. But we'd still go to school and work. She did well for the twenties, and John Herbman was a coach. Then he called her up to the full team, which was smart to get a cup tie for any other nation. And uh, she come back. And this is like, I feel like this is the moment I actually like cared about the kid yeah <laughs> because like so the CIF which is California Interscholastic Federation had the rule that you couldn't play for any other team during high school yeah. apart from the US national team yeah and she played for New Zealand so they were done yeah and they're in playoffs now and uh, one of the parents had a lot of money because it was kind of at that kind of school and they took him to court and got it done in a week or something like quick and to be fair see I feel like yeah we're in wrong it should be any national team yeah and they were cool so she's ready to be picked 
for playoffs. He doesn't pick her. Kids just come back from a youth like World Cup qualifier. And he doesn't pick her, and she's in tears on the sidelines. And it's like it's like that scene in The Grinch where his heart starts to work for yeah. the first time. I'm like. Oh, what is this? <laughs> I don't like this child. I'm working with her, but she annoys me. And I felt awful. So I just went up and showed her a few tricks. And I was like, you're, you're going to get in and you're going to make an impact. And she's like, oh, I don't know why he's not starting me. And I'm not going to trash any coaches on this podcast or ever, to be fair. Like, it was his decision. That's yeah. cool. Make your decision. But you were entirely wrong. Right? Yeah. She went on and scored the winning goal. It was fantastic. Um, but that moment was when we bonded. This kid's called Ali Riley, and she went on to Stanford, like four-year starter. This year, she'll be in her fourth World Cup. She did. She's had four Olympics. <laughs> like, but Ali was was the catalyst for more than one reason. I'm going to talk a lot. I'm sorry. No, God, this That's is what we want. So she was the catalyst for a lot for a lot of reasons. Like, so she went away and she did very well. But more, more than that, I'd get a text at like three in the morning. I'd just beat my tennis ball juggling record. I'm like, I'd wake up at like seven. I'm like, Carl, why are you texting me at three in the morning? She was I started at ten. I just wanted to let you know. I'm like, okay, that's really cool. And she did do everything I asked her to do. And a development curve went through the roof. And Paul at Stanford has to take like a lot of the credit, like more than me, because he turned her into a left back. And it was the best thing that happened to her. She's right-footed, but she learned to use her left foot, and she's got pace. And I feel like he saw a forward with pace and thought she's got really good tendencies, and he moved her. So congratulations to Paul for that. And he's done it to probably hundreds of players. He, he sees things. So fast forward a few years, um, I'm living the high life, right? I'm living in a $5 million mansion in Beverly Hills, with its own soccer field in it. So a guy called Robbie Williams, who's a, a massive singer in I know it, Robbie Williams. everywhere. Oh yeah, I have his first album. All right, all over the world. He's just not big in America, and he, he had this field. And I started to play up there through a mutual friend, and we hit it off quite well, me and Rob. And uh, it was it was it was one of these. We we were friends, like, and he went on tour, and I was quite humbled because he trusted me to look after his dogs and I'd be able to stay in his house. So, you know, we would get at games there all the time, and we were there for a few years. And then Ali comes back from our first, maybe, WPS season, won, in, won the championship with Gold Pride, and uh, she's like, Dave, like, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what? She's like, you need to grow up. And I'm like, how very dare you? <laughs> Those are the last words anyone wants to hear. Like, I am Peter Pan. <laughs> and I still am. I, I did take her advice, but not fully. Yeah, guy keeps that. Ever. Me. No one needs to retire their inner child. <laughs> um, and she's like, you need to start a business. You're Dave the soccer guy. And she's like, you're training all these like really well-known players and no one knows about it. And she's like, I'm telling you this... You know, you need a website and social media. And I'm like, what is this social media you talk of? YouTube? <laughs> television on the internet? I wasn't that bad, but you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So she like showed me how to use iMovie. And I did this thing called the soccerguru.com. And I'm like, I 
I'm really like OCD when I get into something. So I like looked into marketing and building a website and all this. So I did it all. And then like a couple of weeks later, she's at the field playing and training. And I think she was with Kelly and Bobby Warsaw, who was at FC Dallas at the time. And he's now a commentator for MLS. Yep. It's really hyper intelligent uh, guy, nice guy. And she hits a shot and it goes in the corner. She's like, oh, beast mode. And I'm like, oh, these crazy kids and their wacky sayings. And at like three in the morning, I'm in bed and I wake up. And I'm like, I wonder if I could get beast mode soccer. And I look at the girl that I was dating, who wasn't the girl that I moved out to California <laughs> with. That, that had finished. Right? And I wake her up, I'm like, beast mode soccer. She's like, that sucks. Cool. <laughs> you're dating me clearly you have no taste <laughs> right so I'll go on and buy it and I do that a lot I've got like 180 URLs that maybe one day they'll be worth millions of dollars that's Haley, isn't it yes yeah. that's Haley. soccer chat I love Haley Carter <laughs> popping in thank you <laughs> so you know I'm like I don't know where she did she did well then she got me uh, beast mode soccer so you're talking about like the different URLs that you have. Yeah, so I've got 108 of them. Maybe one day one will be worth a lot of money. I doubt it. <laughs> but if Arsenal want to buy ArsenalSoccerSchools.us, <laughs> um, so I registered it and I started to ask my friends. Even though I built this other site, I'm like, this is a cool name. They all hated it. Like They're like, what? They're going to bring their teenagers to get beast-molded by Dave. <laughs> and I'm like, eh? kind of get it but I still like it but the players loved it yeah so I just rebranded and no one knew who it was anyway so it didn't matter so I rebranded it and we had like a lot of the players I'm with now that's one thing that doesn't annoy me but with social media people think that I've just started to work with these players and I'm like because I got a comment the other day on one of uh, Alex's videos and uh, it's like oh since you've been working with Alex for the last six months she's got really good and I'm like seven years and I also take two the, take credit for the two years where she wasn't as good as she should have been yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you know the longevity of, of the players that we've been working with is it's like something I'm really really proud of um, so Ali was the OG and we used to like train and then play at this field that I miss every day I had no idea how good it was at the time <laughs> like you had a view of Beverly Hills this side and the valley that side like crazy um, I'm my my mom's probably watching this, and the fact that you said you know Robbie Williams, I, she's gonna start texting me like, uh, I love Robbie mate, Williams. <laughs> it, like, I don't speak to Rob a huge amount anymore, like, because I'm busy, he's busy. But I went down to Mexico City a couple of months ago because he he had a show there, and uh, a girl had like hurt my feelings, you know, and I'm a sensitive soul, and I was feeling quite down. I, I sense that. Because this girl, like, ripped my heart out and played football. <laughs> she did some of my four-cone drills with my heart. <laughs> so, like, my roommate's from Mexico City. So I emailed Rob, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Because like, he knew the girl. Like, yeah. He didn't know her. He'd met her ten years before. So I'm like, hey, like, you know, this girl, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking of coming down to one of the shows. And he's brilliant. And he's like, oh, come over. So I brought, took my roommate with me as well. And, like with Robbie Williams and not a lot of people know he is you know in America but everyone's got an opinion of him in England and I know this show goes out everywhere and I just want to tell everyone you're all wrong he is an he's an absolute angel of a human being but the only thing that Robbie Williams does is look after people that is it that's his calling in life is to make people's lives better 
and stop reading the Daily Fail. Nothing you read is true. Anyway, next. <laughs> so we had this field. So we train before and then play. And one day, like Kelly O'Hara, texts me and big shout out to Kelly because I love her to bits. She's the whole reason that we were able to sign with Under Armour five years ago. Um, and again, phenomenal player. I'll always be on her team and pick up because I'm scared of her. <laughs> um, and she texts me like, can I bring some players up? And bearing in mind, we, we had like Abby Wambach coming up and like Laurie Lindsay, who was here earlier yeah, as well. Yeah. She's a baller. She's an yeah. absolute baller. Like good level, like really good level. And I'm like, oh, are they good enough? Like, cocky day. <laughs> you know, we did have Ashley Cole up the other week. <laughs> Is, are they good enough? She's like, yeah, they're good. I'm like, okay, but it's on you if they're not. And it was Alex and uh, Tobin Heath. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so we've got, like, Pressy, Tobin, like, all these players. And I'm like, it's one of these things where you take a step back and you're like, wow, like, this is really cool. <laughs> and then when we train and then we play and... Alex came up to me afterward. I've got to give a shout to Whitney as well, Whitney Engen, because she was there. And I believe Whitney, Whitney is the best centre-back this country's never used properly. Um, I, and I'm biased with anyone I work with, I admit it. But Whitney had a passing range of, of a Brazilian. She was class and loved this bit. So we all play him. And then Alex is like, listen, like, I just wanted to see what you like. The girls really like you. Will you... Will you train me and a bunch of us uh, with Mia Ham as the other coach? I <laughs> like because I'm like friends with Rob. Like I've met an awful lot of like cool people and famous people and you know Premier League footballers. Remember, he's boring. Yeah, super boring. I am boring. Friends yeah. with Robbie Williams. Don't let this. I'm telling <laughs> yeah, you now. Don't let it fool you. I'm boring. <laughs> and the only two, like, the only person that I'd be. Like kind of starstruck all the people that I've been starstruck around was like first of all Rob when I first met him because I was like holy shit it's Rob Williams Robbie Williams second was Lee Dixon because Lee was like my childhood hero and now we're like friends which is it's gotta be crazy I probably shouldn't say this he might think I'm stalking him I didn't, <laughs> I didn't stalk but that was through Rob as well so Rob knew that like Lee was my, my idol and uh, it's LA right so everyone yeah. knows each other and they were, both went to the theatre and just happened to bunch in, bump into each other because our friend was in the show. And uh, the week after, I'm watching football on Saturday morning, as we used to do at Rob's, and there's a, he goes, oh, there's a, some old Arsenal player coming up today that Dad met. And I'm like, oh, right, who? He goes, I don't know. He's like, Lee something. And I'm like, old player. He's like, yeah, so, so can't, it's not Lee Dixon. then. he's like, nah. And then the, there's a knock on the door and the... the Security guard answers it. And I'm hearing Lee, and I'm like, I know the voice. And I'm like, <laughs> and I look at Robert, it's like, it's Lee Dixon. It's Lee Dixon. It's Lee Dixon, Rob. <laughs> so he comes in, and I'm just like, sat there, like, trying to be cool. Be cool, David. <laughs> it's Lee Dixon. You're not going to be cool. Just let it out. <laughs> so I'm, I work it pretty well. I'm like, all right. And in, and Lee's like he's lovely so we're chatting and uh, he's telling a story because you can imagine the stories that every Premier League player's oh, got and uh, Lee's telling stories about the youth players and all that and I was like tell the story about that, that goal you scored and he's like what well, I was like you know the one 46 seconds in against Coventry when you lobbed Seaman and scored an own goal and he looked at me and went 
just going to text my wife because anytime I meet someone new, that usually comes up in five minutes. <laughs> and it's like, weird, right? So, and I did not Meg Lee at, at the field once. <laughs> when, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was, but. So you're talking about uh, Mia Ham. Like, oh, yeah. So, like, Mia's like a proper ledge. Yo. Like, so I'm like trying to be cool. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. No problem, Alex Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I go down and, you know, Mia does a day and I do a day. And, you know, it, Mia's got this presence about her. Like, she's an educator. She's an absolute educator. And, and you've got all these, these amazingly powerful, strong, skilled women who are world class in their own right. And as soon as Mia talks, there's silence. And that always stuck in my head, like how powerful Mia's words are. And uh, I learned a lot from her on her delivery and brilliant and her knowledge. So I'll go down, I'm doing footwork with, you know, 80% of the national team at the time. And, you know, it was one of the things you, you catch yourself, you're like, how has this happened, you know? But then you think of the 80-hour work weeks. So you guys know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. My and, wife would say I don't know what 80-hour work week is like. <laughs> <laughs> She's watching. But it, it's, it's one of those things. And like, this is why I say I'm boring, because my routine for the last three, four, five years have been get up, work out, dogs for a walk, feed the dogs, computer, sessions, computer, sleep, repeat. Yeah. And, and I wasn't joking. It's like something I've got to deal with, because I've become, like socially inept <laughs> right and I come here and I'm like oh there's people I got the people work stuff. like the, I've got a phenomenal team with me like Katie Nimitz Hannah Lixenstein and Brooke Elby like but they make fun of me for him look <laughs> <laughs> he's got to meet new people and and I do, I struggle with it because of the routine but that's what you know that's why Beast Mode Soccer is where it's at because I've had no life like yeah. it's it's literally ruined my relationships yeah right and I'm very lucky in LA that I've got a core group of friends who understand that we're kind of like like-minded we just work yeah so they'll come over and work and that's called social for us we'll yeah. work and you know but we're in the same room yeah we might even have a beer yeah <laughs> right? oh my like, like don't push yourself I know so you know that that's that's why I say I'm boring yeah. like I do I do have some some really really uh, interesting friends yeah and they are excited they live the life right <laughs> but even Alex like Alex is a worker worker yeah. man like she just that everything that girl gets she deserves yeah. and I hope she gets more and more and more because she just she's a workaholic yeah. she just wants to improve like what I love about her and what I would really like is if like Swoosh did a campaign about this and is will she, she obviously right now World Cup's coming up so she's got yeah. all these commitments and she will organise the commitments around our training yep and that is what I love about her like she's she got appearances she's got magazines she's got all this stuff to shoot but this is first you know this is first and we even did one for a magazine a couple of years ago and she's like, yeah, we can do it. But she was, but I'm going to be training because they wanted to do the training yeah. angle. And it was funny because the guy with a camera, and she's like, that's going to get smashed. The ones that sacrifice a lot 
to get to where they are. Yeah, like an, any sportsman or a self-made businessman, like Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is still, a, he's the richest man in the world. Yeah. He's still obsessed with Amazon. Yeah. Still obsessed every day growing it. And, you know, I, I do look at mine and like, one thing I am proud of and not particularly humble about is the fact that I come to America with a bag of clothes earning $120 a week for soccer camps. I knew no one. Yeah. Nobody. And, you know, we do get a lot of like, oh yeah, Beast Mode's already big because of the pro players. And it's like, come and live my life for the past 15 years when I was surviving on less than 20 grand a year and surviving quite well and happy. Yeah. Right? And then watch the growth. Yes, it helps. Social media has helped right place, right time. But it is so difficult for people to, to break into, even like development academies, it's yeah. difficult to break into them. Yeah. Like as normal coaches. But, you know, one piece of advice I'll give is like, have a goal and work on it. Because as soon as you get good at something, more walls come up. Yeah. People block you. And then you block, get past them and then people block you more. And if you're persistent, you'll get it. Like, it's like business. If you, you get discouraged after a year, and now it's all about like followers and likes, right? And I tell kids like, I would much rather you do two thousand touches on a day than get two thousand likes yep. on a picture. Yep. Right. Stop it. So anyway, back to my story. Back to me. <laughs> back to this guy. Back to my back story. To Dave. The, the Dave. So I, I took on Ali's advice and I started this beast mode soccer thing. Um, Rob had to sell the field house in the end because he had too many properties. Um, obviously, we all know that scenario. Yeah, that's rough one. Rough one. <laughs> oh, I've got too many houses. I've got to get rid of one. Um, and I couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah. You really? Why? What happened? Like, Could you give it to me for, like, nothing? Like, no fair. Like, 120 a week? Like, yeah. how about that? We're, we're good? So, like, you know, we, 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 we moved on and we've just kept that snowball going. But... But our core people that we work with are, are people that no one will ever hear of. Yep. And I always tell people that like, our biggest wins as a company, you will never know about. It's like the kid who comes to me who can't even run properly, like. Yeah. <laughs> and they can't kick a ball and they're playing like AYSL. And they end up going to, you know, 10 years later to an NAIA school. Yep. They're the ones that you look at and think, wow. Like, your development has gone through the roof. Yeah. Like, it's incredible. And obviously, I'm very, very proud of of our players. Like, Alex lifting a World Cup and Rachel scoring on a debut for England. I will, they are massive moments in my life. Massive. But there are a lot of them that people would never know about. Yeah. And, and it's cool. Um, and Instagram, obviously, helps that. I, get, I did get called... Uh, I was offended. This girl goes, oh, you're the Instagram guy. Oh. <laughs> right, so, oh, so you're taking 10 years of 80 hours a week. Of grinding. And now you're the Instagram and guy. And you're calling me the Instagram <laughs> guy. Cool. Can I admit that's the first place I saw you at? No, it's cool. I love it. I love Instagram. <laughs> but I do, I, you know, it's either Beast Mode or David. Or, you know, that guy who does the cone drills. Um, <laughs> He's got four cones. He yeah, carries four, his four cones. I, uh, 
one of the coaches who like doesn't particularly rate what we do he said to one of his players, like, oh, what, are you going to go to the fancy four-cone guy? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I am, right? It's brilliant. But so that, my, a friend sorry, of ours who's on the show just said that the four-cone drill with my heart is the best thing he's ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Please. He's also, he's at a bar right now getting ready to watch the football game, but instead of watching the football game, he's watching this. <laughs> we are a lot more interested than, what is it, American football or yeah. football? Our, he and I's favorite teams are playing against each other. Who is it? The Colts and the Chiefs. I do actually love NFL. Into NFL, because my roommate does. Well, the Rams are are pretty big now. And Chargers. Yeah. No one actually cares that the Chargers are in LA. Even people in LA, no one cares. (laughs) Can't even fill the stub up. But Rams, everyone's jumping in on. I am into NFL. Um, So thanks for watching us. Is that Whitey? Yeah, that was Whitey. Whitey? So that's that's good to know. We're definitely more funny. Um, But, you know, that's where the business has gone. And, we're very fortunate to have this following that we've curated um, and the players that we've got clearly have done very well and that's a testament to their work but really all I want all I want to do is create self-reliant um, confident young people you know because not everyone's going to be a footballer no. like you know some people will stop at college some people will stop at high school some people will stop before that but if they can maybe look back and pick you know, they they bought one of our programs or whatever, and thought, yeah, that, that Beast Mode Soccer made me believe in myself. That's what I want, yeah. right? Because that's the power that they've got. So hopefully that that's the case. Um, we are working on it every day. You know, our programs have been out; they've been helping people. Um, we've got an app coming out that I'm just going to do an audacious plug for. No, that, well, oh, that was something that I was wanting to bring up because my yeah. players are asking me about it because I sent them uh, your tweet where you say, you know, we're going to talk about this new yeah. app uh, at convention. I sent to them, I said, guys, check this out. They're like, ask them about a coach, ask them about a coach. Well, so. it, it was meant to be ready um, in January 2018. <laughs> it, it's not, the month's not over yet. The no. month's not over. No, 2018. 2018. Oh, 2018, yeah. oh. So it's been in development for a while. And to be fair, that's not their fault. The developers, it's mine, because I keep adding to it. Um, and basically, what, what was hard was to take everything that we believe in as a company. And when I say we, I'm not talking about, like, what is it when, it, what, what was it when you got two personalities? Bipolar or something. Yeah. Bipolar, not talking yeah. about that part of me. And I apologize if anyone has that like, thing, because it's horrible. And I'm making fun of it, which I shouldn't. But when... Whenever I talk about that, but when I talk about we as in this, I, th- I mean the collective of everyone who helps me. And I do have a huge support team, like from Ali, who plays for Chelsea now, who I talk to all the time, to Alex, who's always helpful with input, to Rachel, who will tell me if something's really bad and she enjoys telling me. And, you know, all these people who have helped me on the way, and, and I know I would be nowhere near where we are without them. So, We've all put our stuff together. How can we make me and my trainers in an app? Yep. And it's taken ages. And I'll actually show you on the camera what it looks like. Um, That would be awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. It's called My Soccer Training. Okay. Powered by Beast Mode Soccer. (laughs) Um, So, here we go. So you go in and you press that. This is the beta version. It's very near the final version so I'm going to delete that one so it's important to me to keep it to a level where the player is still in control of what they're working on 
right? Because I, I wanted to to stay away from spoon feeding players because I, I think that it should be personalised and every player needs to work on something different. So you go into sessions. We're launching with thirty different sessions, <coughs> all different things, and all of these sessions are done for you. So you can look at the session. We get a warm up juggling footwork so you go in and have a look this is the bit I'm most excited about you press the plus thing and you can add it into your calendar you can't really see it but you press that into your calendar and you can set yourself up for a year if you want so you can get hyper organised and to say we're logging in today then your session's waiting for you and then all you've got to do is execute it we've gamified it so there's points leaderboards there's a social media aspect to it um because we want these players to connect with other players who have the same minds. If like, I'm here to work, they can talk to me, um, which I'm sure I'll regret when those are people sign. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I want people to use it. You know, like something like 85% of P90X boxes that are shipped out before they started to stream never got open. Yeah, and I know that because I did it. <laughs> 2006, I bought it. I started to use it in 2009. Um, so we're just giving the, I want to give every, the players every tool to do it now we're looking at February 12th to launch it which is exactly six years after I sent a tweet saying I think I'm going to build an app <laughs> I found the tweet the other day so I think we're going to we're, we're shooting for them um, there's a cla- there's a classroom section to it uh, it's it's huge uh, we're going to launch at 9.99 a month and then bump it after a month to fourteen ninety nine. I'm very, very excited. I I gotta imagine. I mean, again, the coolest thing about what you guys do, I, I mean, we have so many. I can tell you just from we're in a small town in Monmouth, Illinois. Especially during the winter, there's no there's no indoor yeah. field around us, and so many of our players are from Iowa or Central Illinois, where like they don't have access to stuff like that. And that's the thing I love about what you guys do is you need a ball. Yeah. Foregoings, you. Yeah. And like you can do it on a hardwood. You can do it like you can do it anywhere, which is for like you said, when you want to build competent players, you need them to be able to have access to do things like that. And it's hard to if you don't have something like yours. Well that that's it, right? And that's why we've gone toward this, because when we first bought our, our first program out, the Better Soccer Blueprint, two thousand thirteen, um, the reason I did that pro- program, I'd always had an idea of a program called nine Nine Cones of Ball and a Wall. Still love that title. Maybe I'll do a session in there called Nine Cones of Ball and a Wall. And um, just footwork stuff. And so it was when I was with me and them. And I won't say what player it is, but a player who just won a gold medal in 2012 come and she's like, can you write footwork for me? Because I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm like, you just, how? Like, she's like, I haven't done any of this since college. So, yeah, I'm not judging. I'm like, brilliant. That's yeah. great for me. So I, you know, wrote it out. And, but on my way home, I'm like, she doesn't know how's a kid meant to know yeah so it's very much a case of information underload fast forward six years now it's information overload yes like you go on YouTube and you just want a little drink but there's a fire hose of information smashing (laughs) you in the face so who number one who do you believe yep number two like are they teaching you the right thing and number three are they good yep like are they putting their product out there are they are you because anyone can come up with drills, right? But do they work? And if they do, let's see the players who have been doing them for a couple of months or years. Can we see that? Yeah. And that's something we've always been transparent with. Like, 
these are our players and it's a testament to them I'm not doing the work they are yep. you know which always comes back to the cone drills and coach going that's not game realistic <laughs> every touch they do in a, in a cone drill is a touch they will do in a game yep. which is why we do it if anyone was wondering they will not do the pattern I agree yeah. If they do sub them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it was information overload. So to get that into an app took a while, you know, and we're going to keep it at 30 sessions. We're going to put two new ones in every month, take two of the old ones out. Yep. Because we don't want to overload players. Yep. So if, it, if, it, <laughs> if it's as good as I think it is, it should help <laughs> so many more players. And I feel like even with the price point, like, one of the pushback things we always get pushback for is like people think our programs are expensive and it's kind of offensive because like all of our programs give 10 times 10 times at least the value than what you're paying yeah. you know how, how valuable is a college scholarship to you yeah. because if you follow everything in the soccer vortex you'll get one and that put me in hospital with stress that one so I had the hospital bill to pay so you know yeah. yes it's expensive <clears throat> well, like, well for, like if you really look at it like what? How much money are people going to waste on something a day? Fifteen bucks after like the obviously after exactly first, it's fifty cents a day. Like what are you going to spend fifty you're cents on through at, the course of the day? Math. Yeah, you've been seeing my sales videos already. <laughs> <haven't you? laughs> but it's like n- none of our programs are more expensive than the premium pair of swoosh cleats. Dude, so don't drink this today. Uh-huh. It's worth it. And it, it's, it's one of those things where I think this price point. It's a killer price point. Oh, I mean, like, when you said that, like that's yeah. insane. And like, it was funny because a kid and uh, a dad was over there, and the, and the dad was like, oh, "How much?" I was like, nine And she said, "Is that it?" <laughs> I was like, "Maybe I should go more." But I do want to. I, I want to impact as many players as we can, you know. And at that price point, I I can continue the app, and because my goal is to be able to travel around, uh, working with different players of all levels filming it turning it into a session to go down to Mexico we've got really good connections in uh, Pumas Academy and the first team in Mexico City go down and film some with their women's players and their men's players it'll be fun I'm looking forward to it yeah I can tell you I we have mutual friend in George HJ and uh, I know when I went up to work with George he was ecstatic because I was using your program before And uh, he had tried getting coaches up there to do it, and for whatever reason, it just wasn't the thing to do. I did it with my team, and the best thing that happened was all of them and their parents seeing the difference in them as players. Yeah. We did the um, 3,500 touch challenge, yeah. and they like they just instantly saw it. We did a, a, the second version that you had put out of it the following year, and even a more amount of, of improvement to where now. Everybody else in the club is doing the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things, right? It's not rocket science. And, you know, again, there's a lot of pushback between the camps of unopposed and opposed training, which people always ask me to chime in on it. And I refuse to because it's just opinions. Um, it works for me. But what, what these people don't take into account is the psychological aspect of working hard. Yeah. Um, you know, especially with like with the with the the real real elite players that we work with. You know, is that is that one session going to make a difference? Technically, no. But if they're going to a camp the next day, 
and they've been working with us for three weeks, you know, six days out of seven, and they've got all these reps of different scenarios that we've broken down where their weaknesses are. Are they going to be more confident, which makes them a better player? Clearly, that's it's one of the things I'm passionate about, like trying to get across, and that's why it works so well. It's technical and psychological. Um, and it'd be interesting if people have got a pushback to that, because I've got about a thousand people I can show you where it's worked. Yeah. You know, and again, it's like show me your product. Yeah. You know, that's what I love about um, the three four three guys. Yeah. Like they're sometimes people think they're out, outspoken. It's like, and look, they are. Look it's, at their it's product. Okay. You know, yeah. It's like look at their product. Yeah. They're backing it up. Yeah. Like so maybe instead of like everyone getting offended, maybe we should listen. Yeah. You know, be like oh. Subscribe to their uh, their yearly thing. I do, and I don't even coach teams. Yeah. Well, and the cool thing about them is the same as you is it's their first thing is initially free, like the yeah. same thing you guys put out on like yeah. your Instagram and things like that. There is free content where they're like, "Hey, come check us out, see if it's something." And then if you want to take it to a next level, yeah. then you go to there. But like similar to you, it's very yeah, it's like, accessible. I think I think their yearly subscribers like two hundred and fifty bucks. Yes. Yeah. What that's. That's nothing as a no. coach, like, and you can learn and actually get these impactful results on your team, and they're playing good football. That's cheap, yeah. You know, and obviously then the, the flip side is that you start getting a reputation, yeah. Because this guy makes these teams play, yeah. So you piggyback on that. It's great. It's great. Like, I, I do like them because because they're outspoken. Yeah. Like and it's good like again like you say I was like no like yeah. if you're gonna make real change like real change is uncomfortable it's really uncomfortable and so like anything worth talking about is going to offend some people oh yeah anything that's actually worth talking about is gonna offend some yeah. people and so I mean again I'm with you on those I love those guys too yeah like you and I feel like <laughs> we're in a day and age right where anyone will get offended by anything yeah yeah and it's great and I live by the motto like if I haven't offended someone by 12pm I haven't had a good day <laughs> right because, uh, stop towing the line stop trying to get a job with found like federations by towing the wrong line right speak out do your own thing like do what Cleveland's did figure it out be yourself and stop talking trash on everyone else and yeah. take that energy put it into yourself yep right I know another cool factor, like, because my wife's not soccer personally. She watches from afar, obviously, you know, uh, supports uh, myself and, you know, my kids playing. And so we have a uh, four-year-old daughter who's getting ready to be five and talk about her on the show all the time. She's probably the superstar of the family, I would yeah. assume. Is she the next Mia Hamm? Oh, Quinny's, Quinny could be, but she's going to Duke. <laughs> she don't want to win anything, then. <laughs> no! There, uh, there, are, there are many who are fighting for her, uh, her signature. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so when I do this, when I do the Beastmo stuff with my um, O2 boys, my wife sees it. She was like, you know, like with what our our daughter's doing in her like little academy program, they're just doing kind of simple croix and step over scissors. She's like, I feel like there's got to be something that you do that is easy enough that she could do herself. Yeah. So you know, without like having you like, have to come up with something now. But what is it from? Like, I know you've got the various videos where there's yeah. some where there's only, like, 10 drills. Then there's, like, the one with the 13 sword. How old is she? She'll be five in May. Tom Byer. Tom Byer stuff. Yeah. Like, for, for that age, Tom's got it nailed. Nailed. And, you know, our stuff kicks in, I'd say, like, seven, six, seven. 
But that age group? She's she's tall as a six-year-old and seven-year-old, unfortunately. So there's any college coaches recruiting now? Um, well, there, there was, I think there's a, a list of probably about 15. It's, it's a big fight. <laughs> dad, dad is not one of them. I will take you know, back, backhand this for payment. We'll, we'll send her out your way. Yeah, she it. would love that. But no, like Tom, Tom stuff, get his book, Football Start to Own. And the, you know, Tom's so good on Twitter yeah. that you reach out, he'll help you. And he, he's so good. Um, but our stuff, I'd always start with the 2500 touch thing. Like, or uh, the old ones, the, the phase one and phase yeah. two. Mate, I was so bad on camera, man. <laughs> Riley texted me the other day, Ali, and she's like, do you remember like that video, the phase one? I'm like, yeah, she's like, you took 50 takes to even say hello. <laughs> I was like, where are we going with this, man? Like, why are you doing this? She's like, yeah. I just want to tell you I'm proud of you. I'm like, oh. <laughs> the heart, the heart came back a little bit again. So the, the first one I saw was the, um, I think it was just a highlight of one of the YouTube videos of the Rachel Daly one doing the the four cones, and I remember seeing that and being like, well, I didn't I didn't know who Rachel was. Yeah. I was just like, this girl's legit. So I'm like, what is this from? And I like my original thought was like, baseball soccer. It must be one of those pages that highlights uh, people putting yeah. out their own little highlight tapes or whatever. So I click on it, and then, like I see, it's like you're like doing all this instructor. I'm like, what is this? Like and really go on there. Quick promo video, like. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Very robotic. I am David. <laughs> but it, you know that caused me to get into it, and I noticed. I don't know like which clip kind of like really set out for other people, but I noticed like when I saw that one, I saw more people with that specific video. It may have just been the time that I yeah. like learned a bunch of stuff, but that video itself I've seen on a lot of other platforms it's like hey like here's an awesome program here's Rachel Daily doing it and that really is what introduced me to what you're doing it's crazy isn't it because again I don't like do analytics and metrics I don't know who's sharing and who's not sharing and like when you meet people who who are like from like small villages in Indiana <laughs> and they're like oh our team does your stuff and I'm like wow like this is crazy like people in Mexico were telling me they're like yeah. can you do some stuff in Spanish I was like mi, mi español es malo <laughs> <laughs> eh, you know yo he aprendiendo despacito like, so uh, we, we want to do some stuff in Spanish because like apparently it's getting big in Mexico and I'm like what's going on yeah and it, it's again it's like really humbling and I'm so glad that people use it and the other thing like I feel like our followers get way more defensive than I do because we get a lot of theft. Yeah. <laughs> you know, people lift our drills and, they, you know, soccer coaches don't like giving credit, do they? Like, and they put it out there. Please keep doing it. I don't care if you give credit or not. Yeah. But you might get attacked by some beast mode soccer maniacs. <laughs> but keep doing it because the only thing that matters is that the players are out there doing it. Right? And, you know put your egos aside and let's just all fight for the same thing i could like i know for a fact in my on my external hard drive i have all these videos that i took of my players doing it that i'm like i'm going to send these to you yeah. just to see what you say never sent one <laughs> never sent one because i'm always like oh no, no he like, didn't send one he put a product out <laughs> called 10 moves to get better and he sold it for a hundred dollars each I, I wish I wish I could have done that, um, but now like we uh, my this team I'm with now we we, we just started the 3500 touch program with them, and I mentioned them I was like you know 
I go, you got, if you guys like follow him online, it's like, you know, if you say something to him, like, hey, here I'm doing this drill, but I don't really understand, like, maybe I'm not doing it the right way. I was like, you know, it may not be like that day, but he'll reach out and say, Instagram, man, do it on Instagram, because, like, in the evening, I usually go through our DMs on Instagram. Yeah. And, you know, it's always people reaching out, always. And we always try help. Like, you know, it's one of these things that I've committed to. Some, we do get some weird DMs. <laughs> of course you do. Because yeah. I, I know with them, the one that they always question on, and like we, we go back and we'll watch the video as they're doing it, is the figure eight. For whatever reason, I'll sit there, you do it, or you, you right. show how to do it, and we'll watch the kids do it. A girl and then I'll do it, and then the boys will well, do it, and they're like, Coach, we're like all doing it differently. variations, right? But the first one, a girl called Olivia Hazelrig created that. So we do these two cone drills. And what I always do is the last one, players have to just keep the ball moving or not to figure out the x-pulls x-pull that's oh that's one. horrible yeah man. that's the one that the, like horrible. we all we fight yeah. every week about because it. it's all about your hip movement yeah it's all about your hip movement yeah, yeah. oh yeah yeah the figure eight's easy i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah it's the, it's oh, the, it's easy, it's the x-pull it? show me how easy it is no it's <laughs> easier than the x-pull <laughs> Yeah, X-Pools is That's all gonna about be the next video I send out is me doing all of like here's the hundred moves to learn. It's, it's all about hip movement, the X-Pools. And because there's two different ones in there, there's inside and outside but it's all about shifting your hips and your movement across. Yeah. So you get in like that. Yeah. Because their thing was like cause is it the foot you pull with you're receiving with the opposite, right? Yeah. Okay, so they tried to trick me and we kept watching it and I was doing it that way of the foot you pull with you receive it with the opposite, push up pull back, receive with the opposite foot, right? So let me tell you this. With our footwork drills, if you do something slightly differently, keep doing it slightly differently. Solidly like, average. Yeah, solidly, <laughs> I am solidly average. Keep, keep doing it slightly differently because if you can't quite grasp what's going on in the video, your body's natural tendency is more important. Yeah. Right, because you're going to do that in a game. So keep doing what your body thinks. Like we used to work a lot with Tobin and we always start with footwork and Tobin always did something a bit different and it's like Tobin you're not doing it right and I'm like no 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 she's good she's good she's fine right? and, and Alex is the same Alex will like switch something in it I, if that's working better do yeah. it yeah. Like, I'm not gonna like if, if your expo is better than the one on video I'm not saying that <laughs> you just said it I heard it <laughs> um, no if it's you know if it's different it's, it's fine but send it to me so then I can take credit yeah, yeah. for sure for yeah, sure <laughs> no I just it's so funny it's like where when we do our winter training and, and it's we get to the point to where now like yes we have like the amount of touches we're trying to get in the, in the time period along with the like because I made a chart for the guys I literally just took your chart and I like, put our logo on it so they could be like oh like look this cool fire thing uh, copyright but infringement but it does have beast mode soccer on the name of the, this, the program it, this is being recorded isn't it? yes 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 because yes. one of the the young women who helped me is a girl called Hannah Lichtenstein she plays uh, pro in Sweden her dad's my copyright lawyer. Yeah, and yeah. He's, he's also Jay Z's copyright lawyer. So we're, we're going after these <laughs> there's guys. A, there's physical evidence. I'm gonna I'll pull up the Excel spreadsheet so you can no, see that, that it's got on there. That's what we want. Right? Yeah. That's what we want people to do. Is like make it your own. Like we've put it out there. Yeah. Make it your own. Um, and that's what we're looking to do with the app. Is the the next thing. I should have come up with the app. But the next thing. Yeah. <laughs> but the next thing we're gonna do is like a club version. Yeah. Where it's kind of the same thing, but only club the club players yeah. are in it. My developer will love me when I tell him that when we get back. <laughs> well, it's just cool because every time that we get together and we do those, 
and when uh, after the first while that we did it and it was like hey here's the touch limit that we're trying to get to I noticed in my previous time doing it in Michigan we started working on yes there's a touch limit but now it's timing how quickly can we do it because the whole theory of you're trying to go as fast as you can if you mess up that's fine because you're trying to go fast with your touches Um, and so it took probably about two weeks um, because I only get the I only get them once a week during the winter time and so it's like hey like this is your own accountability program you doing this you know every day and so um, after like two weeks they were like all right coach like we think we're ready for the timing thing I'm like all right well you guys go I'll time it Whoever gets the fastest, that's kind of be our bar. Yeah. So the first time, I think it was like 23 or whatever. Well, the next week, it was 17. So now it's like 17 is that number that they're like trying to, how quickly they can get it done. And we're at to a point now to where when the parents are watching, you get some of the dads are like, that kid, that's not that hard. Is it to, to do that? Like, I mean, they've gotten, like, they've only done it for three weeks, but they, like, they're pretty good. Like, can I, like, I might come out here and do it. No, 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 no. I'm like, no, seriously, come out and do it. And, uh, oh, we... Another legend in the house. Another legend. How you doing? Gary, we got say Gary Kearney. Gary, Gary, say hi to fit. We got Gary Kearney in the house. Facebook Live. Oh, you live here, don't you? I'm not up here at the minute. I'm Where back up next month doing Myrtle Beach. Sun? This is up. This isn't horrible. I love Chicago. Back to soccer, Seth. Yeah. How's it going? You present us? No, I'm good. I usually do year on, year off. So, yeah, so next year is in Baltimore, so hopefully we'll do, because I, w- I want to do a classroom one as well, so next year, I've already got it planned, yeah. I just haven't told them yet. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke Elby's running around, pushing She's up, She's gone to South Africa. Oh, is she? Yeah, I, I deported her. <laughs> um, no, Brooke's gone, like, to South Africa, like, to, um, to work with poor people in football that they used football to like empower them um, which is awesome she's doing it for t- a week and a half and what's even better is she's branded it as Beast Mode Soccer so. <laughs> Beast Mode Soccer International South Africa we're going to call your copyright guy <laughs> and my, dad, my dad was originally from South Africa so it's nice um, but yeah that's where she's gone she's gone to uh, so she's good she's good, good but she's running around pimping it out she was working hard at the draft she was at every table she was you happy with the draft? Tell us. Tell us yeah, some gossip. Yeah, yeah. Good day. Dave's <laughs> yeah. a great job, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, this, Have you got any, like, gossip for us? <laughs> no, I'm a wrong man. I'll be Come great, on, great Gary. Great you've got something that people want to know. <laughs> Gary was one of our most popular episodes. Really yeah, put us on the map. Yeah. Yeah. Gary, Gary is a phenomenal coach, because I've seen him coach. And it, he's also... He's a social media guru. Yes. He is phenomenal. What you put out is really good as well. That's the thing, right? Like it's, he, helps, he helps a lot of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? And that's what you can, you can do as a coach. Um, and I rate him highly. Okay. Don't tell him that. <laughs> but I do. And I was really happy when he got in with Chicago because, you know, the, the, you know, the league needs coaches like Gary because he's, he's like, your as well. we're putting you over big time. Listen, if I give, if I give anyone get, a compliment, a compliment <laughs> screenshot it because if I give a compliment, it counts because I don't compliment anyone unless they really, really deserve it. But it was, I was really happy when you got in with Chicago because like, you're very on the pulse coaching wise and that's what they need. Like these, these pro girls need to be challenged every day and I think like, that's what you definitely bring. Right, it's to that from the feedback that I get 
because I've got spies in every club. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing very well. I appreciate that. Yeah. I hate the accent they do, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't listen to your podcast. Yeah. They he don't know what he's saying half the time, but his hand <laughs> motions yeah, figure like it out. Variables, top class. Yeah. My information is below. Yeah. 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 But no, well, well done. Um, I'm okay with that. Okay. And I'm looking forward to seeing what you guys do next year. Yeah. I might actually come to a game as well. That's what... Um, she was, when she got here, Brooke got there, she's like, oh... David will be here in April. Or yeah. To come and you can come. Yeah. Didn't go. <laughs> you know, it's you one. Of the other cities. You yeah, I do. I do. I do. But you go to Houston every I other week. do. It's one of these things <laughs> where I have to pick my battles. Now, if you know you and Brooke are like Dave come to Chicago, I'm like, all right, cool. But uh, like, with respect, I'm not scared to be there with you as much as I am of Rachel. Because Rachel's mean. <laughs> you know, and relentless. So if I say to you guys, oh, guys, I can't make it up this week, and they'll be like, oh, okay. Rachel will be like, why? What's more important? Why? I'll pay for your flight. She never will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay for like You book it and I'll give you the cash. Oh, okay, Rach. <laughs> uh, but I, I promise I'll come this season. But I did come to the pre-season game. Yeah. So I was there. And I'll come, I'll come up to this one as well, because that's a quick flight, isn't it? Um, yeah, so I'll definitely, right. I'll definitely come up. Guys, I'm glad I saw you guys. No, no, you are welcome anytime. We actually, uh, when we were in Wisconsin for the Women's Symposium, we met uh, some of the uh, sales girls from, uh, from the Red Stars. And uh, we got to talk about something, and uh, they said something. They were talking about the... Uh, the, the, the mascots walking out with the players and whatnot. I said, that stuff always, like, that's my daughter's favorite part of watching a game is when the players all walk out and seeing the other little kids with them. And she always is like, Dad, I want to do that one day. I want to do that one day. Right, right, and, right. Unless it's Danny Colaprico and they think that she's a mascot. Yeah. 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 And they, uh, the, the I, I wish I could remember the girl's name off the top of my head. And she was like, well, like, how far are you from Chicago? I was like, oh, it's a quick train ride. She's like, well, have her come up. I was like, you don't want that. Because if she does it, she's going to want to actually go out there and play. She's, she's four, but she looks like she's ten. We don't need to get that mix-up to happen, and we don't need her banging goals from 20 out and getting exactly. it on video. And it's like humiliating Sam Kerr. <laughs> like, Sam, this is how you do it, this and is. I'm four. <laughs> because the problem is Quinn would try to do that. Yeah. And, and then Gary back, can we sign her now? Yeah. And Listen, you can't afford her, Gary. <laughs> Leon have offered her seven figures. Yeah, you can't do it. This is Podcast Row. Right? This is Podcast Row. Have you not been on any pods? No. You're the pod king. He is. Well, Actually, not, I don't know. You, the way people have been pro. talking about Nick Rizzo, Nick Rizzo might be the pod That's king. That's not even remotely close to true. I like it. When you say something like that and they deny it, it means it's true. I mean, he did sign an autograph yesterday. No way. Way. No. I did. It was on my... Sean made shirts for our TV, for our podcast with my face on it. He has a very famous quote. One of our early shows, he says, "You know, I just want to win all the soccer games." And so there's a shirt with so, my face on it. That says, we blew his face win. up. <laughs> Didn't think about where we located it at. Yeah. Just put his face right there. It says, "I just want to win all the soccer games." And so, like, it's been. Hey, I'm glad I'm gonna go see. And as soon as we did that, Gary sends me a direct message. What are you doing, selling shirts for, man? 
Cool. How rude of him to yeah, interrupt. Right? It's the friggin' Irish. Just because you're the amazing it? podcast king and you just oh, walk into everybody's interviews. I put inspirational quotes out on Twitter. <laughs> they get I, lots I, of retweets. Guys, he's still, he's still over the shoulder. He's still over the shoulder. <laughs> I'm probably using a Twitter scheduler because there's no way I could do that. <laughs> but uh, you know, and we don't want to take any more of your time. You've been Thank super, you. yeah. super awesome to the, us. The funny thing is, like the guys are like cleaning up our booth now. They're probably cursing me out. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, say somebody's listening to us and they, for whatever reason, have been living under a rock and they don't know how to get in touch with your program or where to find it out. How can people get in contact so, with you and find all that information? Get a free training program at bsmokesoccer.com. Go to mysoccertraining.com to pre-register for the app because that's out soon. Um, Every social media handle is Beastmoke Soccer. Well, Instagram, and if you do go to Instagram, don't be a ghost follower. Like, like and comment. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yes. Stop ghosting. <laughs> embarrassing. <laughs> Our engagement level went, did, like, dived when Instagram Well, then you will love Nick because Nick is a habitual heart I'm, pusher. I am a like guy. I just, I, I, I like everything. If there was a like button there, I'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I, I used to live in, in Florida, right? And the, the family that I lived with, I was meant to stay, like, you, you jump around, host families, right? And uh, I was meant to stay for a week. I stayed for two years. And uh, they are, they're my American family, the Ferreras. They're amazing. And uh, I forgot where I was going with that. Likes. Likes. What was it before that? I don't know. Oh, man. Sheila. So the mum, the mum, <laughs> the mum Sheila is the best Facebook friend. Everything you put out, like an Anna comment. Yep. That's me. That's this guy. That's me. I'm I like super that. supportive. You like 30 would, seconds within you posting, Nick Rizzo. You would get on well with Miss <laughs> Sheila because she is my best Facebook follower. I just need her to get on Instagram because the algorithm change killed me two yeah. years ago. So, you know. I haven't seen any likes and comments from you on my Instagram. I don't, com- I don't comment much, but I can start. I can he start. actually just rediscovered his Instagram like, in the I last couple of weeks. I only have like nine pictures on it. No, so. you had last night. So you know when it was the best nine thing? He puts out a tweet. He goes, how are you supposed to do the Instagram best nine when you only have like four pictures? <laughs> <laughs> can anybody show me how to do that? It's true though, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> the best nine and five of them are blank. They were good times. Good times. Blank now. Great year. Great year. Oh, uh, well, David, thank you so thank much you for coming on. Pleasure having you. We'll have Sorry to. Uh, for, uh, not letting you talk much. No, oh, no. This is what, again, our thing is all about stories. I just wanted to save your voice. Yeah, I appreciate you know? it. It's gone. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Hey, no problem. Thank you so, thank you so much. Thank I'm you. My favorite part about this interview was like very similar to uh, John that we had on last week. I love how candid he is all the time. Yeah. I think that was my favorite part is like, I mean, again, you you walk up to him and I I really love the interviews that we get to actually like do it in person because. (laughs) Which uh, is not too many. Which Yeah, no, it's not too many, but. (laughs) Like, but like the ones we get to, it's really, well, no, we probably wouldn't do them in person if your freaking camera would work. Yeah. No, but like, you know what I mean? Like actually yeah, like sitting next to the dude yeah. or the female and I still need to figure out a female version of the word dude. Well, didn't somebody say that technically? I mean, like dude can be, dude can be, both. yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think that I think we I think I'm just gonna start using it. That's why um, I say cat. You can use cat for both sexes. So dudes and dudes. Um, but yeah, no, I mean I think my again my favorite part about him was how candid he was, and it's just it was fun to talk to. I, I, like he like self proclaimed that he was like kind of shy and or whatever. I don't remember what exactly. The most he said. boring person he said. Yeah, that's what he said. Most boring, and like that was so far from a boring interview. And I like you see like the videos on, on his website and on his YouTube page. And that's not like who you see when you actually talk to him. Uh, and that's not who, like who you see on his Twitter account, but I think David's absolutely awesome. And uh, he's definitely, like I said, is going to get massive points with uh, mama Tracy uh, due to his friendship with Robbie Williams. And I'm sure that I'm going to get a text message. Uh, you know, somebody who knows Robbie Williams and I'm going to be like, uh no 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 i don't i don't know him <laughs> no yeah I, I mean like just his stories man like when again when you see a person you see like a lot of us we always see is the persona on twitter we get to see all the cool people he trains. surface yeah you can see all the cool people he trains and all the awesome stuff that they've come up with like for individual and group training sessions and then you get to talk to him and be like dude lived on a couch and like in a five million dollar house (laughs) that's that's like how does someone like how does that happen to people in real life like that's a movie like you know that it's not something that you that happens to real people i and again that's why the show is what it is because if we would just done some topical tactical technical talk or whatever we would have never known all this cool stuff that just makes him even more cool. So, you know, I was thinking about this uh, before releasing this episode about, you know, they always talk about how like, people will say things just to like um, lower the bar for themselves. Uh, like, so that like when something amazing happens, you're like, oh my gosh. So like, or they're like, uh, oh, what's the phrase for like, I can't think of the word here. I am like a week ago making up words, which after listening to the show, I'm like, actually, those should be words. Those are really good ones. Yeah. All words um, are made and uh uh compensating that's what i'm thinking of i think when you know when david starts out he's like oh i'm just boring it's almost compensating for like he's actually very very interesting very very intelligent very funny uh you know maybe maybe he's not the going out and and having fun guy you know he's he mentioned that you know he just likes to stay at home and go to bed early and wake up train and eat and go to bed and do the same thing next day so maybe he's just like compensating like know how much fun he really is by being like ah i'm just a boring guy yeah no i mean he's we he was very much not boring at all i was one of again that was one of the more fun interviews we've done in a while uh something else that's pretty cool uh did you notice uh i know that you had your game tonight and you get didn't get to do too much uh with the twitter chat but uh somebody had asked the question of like the must follows um on twitter because they they had just gotten to uh and i'm going to give the person a shout out anyways because uh they are absolutely super super cool and i've got to find the uh find the actual tweet here um at cincy mom of four tara um you know she made oh, a really cool comment yeah, yeah yeah she's just a mom like she's not even a coach she's just yep. a soccer mom she just wants to learn she just wants to be a part of the conversation yeah awesome. She awesome. said, uh, I'm thankful to have found soccer chat and enjoy learning from the conversations. So what soccer related Twitter accounts do you suggest for others to follow, whether it be a great college team account, one you follow for training advice or just fun, shout them out. Uh, and 
I don't know if you saw this, Nick, but uh, Sir Puppioni of Bobby, I guess it would be Sir Bobby of Puppioni, um, made this like massive list of like the who's who of like that, like people you have to follow on Twitter. And guess who's number one? I have no idea. <laughs> I didn't get to see this. I'm so sorry. Is we are. We are. He's we not. Are, me, he's not putting me number one. Come on. I would. The day Bobby Puppioni puts me over is the day that I might retire. I, I that's, mean, that's somebody who's not going to put me over. No, dude. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm looking at his list right now. That's a good list. I mean, that I feel really cool to be a part of that list. Hey, um, he put Manya like towards the end of the list. Yeah, I mean, there it's like. We we I feel like we 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 stir up that marriage a little bit sometimes unintentionally. Yeah, I mean, like we're we're not trying to like you know we're not spilling any tea, but like I mean, Manya he did put. I mean, like I would assume like the soccer chat account is like Nick and I combined, so like we're first. Yeah, Manya, you're you're definitely not first in Bobby's life right now on Wednesday night. You're <laughs> you're at the very best, like ninth or tenth. You get Bobby on Thursday through Tuesday, but Wednesday night he is ours. Ours. <laughs> so yeah, like that's like that's super cool that like Bobby Puppioni puts us, and you know, obviously no, in no particular order, but we were number one. We were number one. <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to listen to this now. He's going to change. He's going to go back, redo it, and put no. each one on a number order because he's going to put Manya first and then put some like heart emojis and then like put everybody else. And then like at the end, oh yeah. And by the way, soccer chat. Yeah. No, Bobby, you know where your true heart lies. You you don't need to change it. I, you know, like, uh, like you and Bobby are pretty tight. Yeah. I, I, I feel like if he actually broke it down even more, I like you would definitely be in that list. Like coach Enrizo would be the one to follow. Again, he was I, I one of my favorite parts about all that weekend was like the amount of people like I you I think you did this too. He was like everyone that we met that I didn't actually know in person before. I I went in for hugs, and to everyone's credit, no one shied away from the hug. And Bobby was definitely not one that that didn't let me hug him. Yeah, he he was. I think we said we said something to him whenever they came up. Uh, something about like being huggers or whatever. And he's like, Oh, of course, of course. He's Italian. Yeah. You can't be a you can't be Italian without being a hugger. Well, I am I am not Italian, so I'm I'm not uh I'm not too knowledgeable of the uh the Italian huggery. Huggery, that's that's not a word. But <laughs> it sounds really good though. Um run it. <laughs> so before we get out of here this week, uh, you know, what uh what do you have going on coming? Like I know like Camps are getting ready to start going on. Uh, Bianca over at and Aaron at UIS are they've got a uh, a camp coming up here uh, in a couple of weeks. You know, you got any any camps coming up? Yeah, I'm working. Um, so I just have a really fun few weekends coming up. So this weekend, um, heading down to Chicago because they always have a bunch of tournaments on President's Day weekend up there. When I say down to Chicago, it's definitely up to Chicago. I know I said down. Um, and yeah, then the following weekend, I'm going up to University of Wisconsin to work with Marissa and Co. at UW camp. And then the weekend after that, I'm going to Columbia. Like the country? Yeah. Very, I don't oh, know. yeah. You mentioned that a few months ago that you were heading down there. Yep. So I'm going to uh, from February 28th through March 4th. I will be in Cali, Columbia, visiting my two college soccer teammates. So I probably need to find like a special co-host for that week. Uh, yes or we need to record earlier 
<laughs> Maybe you'll send us like a live update. I could probably, I could probably get, oh, I could definitely get sound. We could send some video or something where I get, I'll get, like, I'll definitely get something while I'm down there. We're gonna go now live to Nick down in Columbia. It's down here, and I'm uh, on the beach. So shut up. I'm done talking. I'm gonna have a drink. And my Spanish. But the only thing that really scares me is my Spanish is horrible. Like I know, like enough to like order food. Well, you know what they say when it comes to speaking Spanish. I when not in, when you're in like that environment, like in a like Hispanic speaking environment, the more you drink, the more you learn. That's, I mean, that's, I mean, hopefully that's the way we go. <laughs> the, the, the only reason I could say that is I uh, went to Mexico on spring break in college and I, I had very basic Spanish one uh, knowledge, Spanish two. I was not good. Um, but by, I want to say it was, oh, I think we got there on a Sunday and by Tuesday, uh, this cat jumped on our table while we were eating dinner outside this restaurant. And I was like, vamos gato. And my two friends just stared at me with their jaws dropped. And I was like, where did that come from? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah, while you're down there, just the, you know, the more you drink, the you're going to come back speaking Spanish. If you just do that. drink enough, just drink enough to make it work. Yep. Uh, so if anybody wants to uh, chat with you before you head to Columbia, or maybe they have a question that they want to ask of you, or maybe they just want to chat and say hello to probably the nicest guy in the world. Uh, Nick, how can somebody get a hold of you on the Twitter? The best way to get a hold of me is at Coach N. Rizzo. What about you, brother? And mine is at Coach Soderling. And at Coach Soderling is the absolute latest, latest follow by Adelaide Gay. That was a big deal. I, I I can't believe it. And she actually coined a new term. Instead of the Twitter, she was claiming that she's actually not all that bad at the Twitters. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't even know what that is. But shout out to you, Addy, for doing that. Hopefully everything's going good. Yeah, it took her long enough to follow me, but it is what it is. She followed me at least. Uh, what a day that was. Got followed by Addy and went down to Louisville to the Duke basketball game. Ah, what a game it was. But this is Soccer Chat. It's brought to you for free every single week by the good folks at Social Media for the High School Athletes. Check them out online at socialstudentathletes.com and social media at HS Social Media. You can't talk about Addy without shouting out to our good sisters, the women i almost said the g word the women the good sisters that's how i'm going to say it from now yeah on. the good, good sisters, sisters can't go wrong with that one. the good sisters from duke tick brand make sure to check out their website dutickbrand.com uh soccer chat is officially members of dutick brand fc thanks to nick so here pretty soon we're going to give you a code that if you use the soccer chat code you're going to get great discounts on all of their phenomenal items over at duketickbrand.com as we used to say in their commercials duketickbrand.com duketickbrand.com that's duketickbrand.com it's another episode another week we hopefully you like this one if you like it share it out with your friends that's the best way to support also make sure the new thing now is to quote tweet the tweet that you got the link on with this and tell us what you liked about the conversation maybe even a quote that stuck out to you tell us what you think He's Nick, I'm Sean, and the best part about all this, at least until he goes to Columbia, is that we get to do this all over again next week. Nick, just don't don't die in Columbia. I would prefer not to do that. That's the hope. That's the hope. Nick, we'll catch you later. See you later, bro.